Have this one of those things. When things get too heavy, just call me helium. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Tito's Vodka. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to Little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio, hanging out with my buddy Brian Dacus. We're going to talk a little NFL football. We got Hardenwood coming up, and we got bets. We got some bets tonight. I'm, t- I'm telling you, I'm excited. And when I'm sitting back and I'm rocking and firing, doing a little gambling, there's nothing like watching football and just having a little bit of the best. Just a couple glasses of Tito's. That's right. Crafted and still the United States. Down in Austin, Texas, it's good old American vodka. It's six times distilled and distilled in classic copper pots. It's given as a, an unbelievable flavor. Slightly sweet black pepper note. It balances everything out. Doesn't matter if you're crafting a cocktail or drinking it neat. So do me a favor. Get your Tito's on today. And always remember, man... Life's up and down, peaks and valleys. How you deal with those valleys to get back on top of those peaks? If you're down in a valley, don't freak out, don't fret, don't stress. Just make a lemon drop. When life hands you lemons, that's all you do. You always make sure, though, it's with Tito's handmade vodka. Mr. Dacus. Hi. What did we learn from the NFL this week? Well, the Cowboys are back, John. Um, Interesting that you brought up the Cowboys because right off the top, I got to say something about this Cowboys team. Did you see what my man, um, was it Deron Bland? Oh, yeah. Deron Bland got his fourth pick six uh-huh. of the season. Right. Do you know that's more touchdowns than Tony Pollard? Uh, yeah, I, I do, John. And we're, we're very, uh, we're a tad frustrated with, uh, with, not Tony Pollard, but the play calling for Tony Pollard. Also, do you know there's not an Atlanta wide receiver that has more than two touchdown catches this season? That's actually incredible. I didn't know that. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me, though, but it's it's incredible. When you look at their quarterback situation, it is absolutely terrible. Um, it's just not a very good football team. Also, a lot of drama. A lot of people, everybody's talking about it right now, has to do with the injury report. And everybody's upset about Joe Burrow. Did you see what Dave Pointnoy said he's going to do? Uh, I did not. File no. a class action lawsuit uh, against the National Football what League because he, he bet a hundred thousand uh, dollars on the Bengals and said they didn't list Joe Burrow on the injury report. He's not a very happy camper. That's like the same thing. I always get frustrated when, um, and, and it's really the it's I blame the actual like sports books for doing it and enabling these betters to get away with this type of stuff but like when there's like a marquee game it's usually like the first game of the season like the first like prime time game of the season like somebody will get injured like you know Patrick Mahomes gets injured or something like that and they'll be like refunds for all bets and everyone's like yes 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 and then like you know, you'll have like uh, like a random Cowboys and, and Panthers on a random Sunday, and you know Tony Pollard gets injured, and someone's online like, "I had Tony Pollard anytime touchdown, Fanduel, you better refund my bet." Like it's ridiculous. Like play the game or don't bet. It's ridiculous. I will say though, I do understand with fantasy football and betting. How important, though, these injury reports are because you wouldn't throw somebody in your starting lineup on your fantasy football team if you might have known they were injured. And 
you also might like Dave Poitnoy wouldn't have bet $100,000 on the Bengals if Joey B um, was injured. Now, the one thing is – These teams don't care about your fantasy I was listening, though. But hold on. I was listening to um, Adam Schefter, and do you know that he said the the – NFL is now investigating this. They videotape all the practices. Right. They're going to go check them. And it's been about four years since somebody got in a lot of trouble. No, it's it's a legit thing that they that he was clearly injured because there were clearly pictures and like videos with from the before sleeve. the game with mm-hmm. him. He's got like a little like soft cast, little like um, you know, thing on his his arms. So like clearly he was banged up and should have been on the injury report. I understand that, and I do think the NCAA should in, or the in, ugh, NFL should investigate that because that's a serious thing. Um, but. Good luck, Dave. I mean, uh, oh, no, I don't know about the no class action law season, your... but I will say the NFL, the hand of the NFL will come down hard. It was four years ago that Mike Tomlin didn't list Ben Roethlisberger mm. on the injured report. It's the last time that this has actually been a very big issue, a hot topic. He got fined personally $75,000. It's a nice little chunk right there, and I know he makes a lot of money, been around a long time, but still, that's a, that's a pretty good slap right there. Uh, but it, it, yesterday in the NFL, it was. It was different. It was wild. I got to say, that Browns defense is salty, aren't they? Man, they are good. And that's what I heard a lot of people, I think guys on their team, the coaching staff, and like reporters in Cleveland, they were all like, yeah, this team is not worried about DTR being back there at quarterback because that defense is so good. I mean, I'm worried about DTR being back there. Again, he only threw about a, what, what, a buck 50 and <laughs> yeah, one touchdown, yeah. I believe. Or no, he didn't even throw a touchdown yesterday, did, did he? Did he not? I, I, I don't know. I, I watched like the tail end of that game. That was, um, I mean, you just got to tip your cap for the Browns, who are now seven and five. Uh, they don't have Deshaun Watson anymore. Everybody knows that. In one of the toughest divisions in all of football, the AFC North, which is not going to, if all these people keep getting injured, it's not going to be the toughest damn division because right. the Bengals with Joey B. And by the way, stick a fork in the Bengals, five and five right now in the season. They are just completely screwed. Steelers, a great football team. In the aspect of a great coaching job by Mike Tomlin, John, you're actually uh, you got you got a little confused. Uh, no touchdowns for DTR. It was he had zero one interception. Oh, oh I knew he threw something, I and did. I didn't know it was a pick. But yeah, he did. It was that Miles Garrett right now might be the MVP of the damn National Football really League. Might. We always give this to a quarterback, but who right now means more to their team? Uh I don't know. Miles Garrett is the ringleader of this dominant defense. I'm I'm sorry, John. I wasn't really listening because we do have some breaking news that I can share with you. Tigers still not in the top 25. It just came out. It it came out at at noon, and they are still receiving votes. They received 149 votes. Uh, I don't remember how many they had last week. Um, but yes, they are outside uh, Mississippi State for good reason. I know a lot of people are going to be mad. Mississippi State jumped him. Mississippi State's been playing really good basketball to start the season. They jumped him into the top 25. Virginia is now in the top 25. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, it looks like those two. I, I wonder who dropped out. I can't tell who dropped out. Uh, I, mean, I guess I could, but it would take some time. It would have to I'd have to put in a little work, and you, yeah. you, you're working so hard. you got a show this afternoon. But Memphis, by the way, out of those receiving votes, 53 has got to be the most of anybody else, right? No, no 149. Is Did you say 149? 149. Oh, is, maybe 53 is what they had last time. Okay. Um, but 149 votes. BYU right behind them, closest with uh, – I'm sorry, BYU and Illinois, both with 138. Those are the only closest to Memphis, and then no other team has more than 100 votes for the top 25. So, I mean, wow. Villanova dropped out of the top 25. I know that. 
Um, wow, that's in, that's that's incredible. Well, Memphis is going to have a great opportunity. Battle for Atlantis is going to be ridiculous. They open I thought up, for sure they'd be in the top 25 today. I did too. They opened up Wednesday against Michigan, play the winner of Stanford and Arkansas, and then who knows what's going to happen after that because it could be uh, North Carolina, it could be Texas Tech, it, it could, could be, be Nova. Nova. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say Northern Iowa. <laughs> I think they get absolutely yeah. run out the gym. So, uh, looking forward to yeah, that. Sorry, John, I got you off track. But no, that I, is breaking that blew news. My mind. We are in Memphis, Tennessee. That's a good point. People love this basketball team. It's a good point, and it's a uh, it's a damn good basketball team. I do have to say though, Grizzlies who are not having um, how do you say a really good start to the season. The atmosphere though at the Grizzlies games was it good? It's so good. Like it is so ridiculous. It is to it's crazy to me how different a Tiger basketball game is compared to a Grizzlies game. Yeah. Like it is it is like night and day. Now the product right now for the Tigers I think is a little bit better than the Grizzlies, sure. but but the uh, fan the atmosphere inside FedEx Forum for a Grizzlies game is just it's palpable. It's off the chain. So a lot of fun. Now back to a little NFL action, by the way, people. I got to know how, uh, you know, I, I look around the National Football League with all the games that happened yesterday, and there's a few things that stick out. And one of the biggest one is, is, bro, the Lions were terrible against the Bears. Whew, it got scary there. And then pulled that game out of there. You know what? And this is a game that this Lions team does not win in previous seasons. And I can't believe that they were actually trailing the Bears. But they went down there after, I mean, Jared Goff, have you seen a game in a long time? We talked about how he he, does, he throws fewer interceptions and turns the ball over less than anybody in the NFL. He had three interceptions yeah. yesterday. He looked terrible until it mattered most. He looked terrible. And then what do you say about Justin Fields? My man was out there running, 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 running all over the place. Problem is, didn't do very much through the air. It was mostly with his legs, had 18 carries, 104 yards. Then he uh, went 16 for 23, about a buck 70, and uh, only one touchdown pass. Bears had everything right there. They had it for the taking. I guess they didn't want to win. They want maybe the first, maybe the first and third pick of the NFL draft since they do maybe. have Carolina. Yeah. And then they have their own pick. But I don't know if, if the Bears do have the number one pick because they have Carolina's pick. Are you ready to get off Justin Fields and take one of these great quarterbacks that are coming up in this class? Maybe. Are you ready to start the clock over? Maybe. I, I mean, honestly, like that's going to be the problem with a lot of these teams. Whoever has the number one or number two or number three pick is whoever that quarterback is. Unless they are like Aaron Rodgers, you're going to have to take... Uh, one of these quarterbacks because they, there's just so much hype surrounding them that I mean if you don't if you don't take one of these guys and that guy that you take doesn't pan out I mean your fan base is going to turn on you quick. Yeah, they are. Um, yes, they. And I are. feel like Justin Fields is is kind of in that uh, in that kind of scenario. I think you're. At, yeah, I mean, right now this Bears team's just been bad and it's been bad for years and I don't know, man. But uh, Jared Goff got things done. Detroit Lions eight and two, four and one at the house. Um, they're pretty damn good. But what's really good is, remember when the 49ers lost three games in a row? Oh, yeah. You remember what, what when Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy like, came back like, um, like what was it? How do they say it? The glass slipper fell off Cinderella's uh -huh. yeah, foot, yeah. and she, turned, was, she had to go bum. back to cleaning and That's stuff right. or something. Yeah, I remember that. He was terrible. Well, he was perfect yesterday. He was really good yesterday. He was perfect. San Francisco dropped Tampa Bay 27-14. to 14. 
Um, Brandon Ayuk, by the way, he's produced all season. Um, he had 156 yards on five catches mm-hmm. with a touchdown. You got Debo, yep. you got McCaffrey, you got Kittle, you got a salty defense, you got Shanahan calling plays over there. 49ers team looks like an absolute beast, and I still to this day cannot believe when they went down to Jacksonville after coming off their bye, just how they beat the brakes off this Jags team, which I think was a pretty good football team. They did it in their house because the Jags, if you watch them this week, they just went out there and destroyed the Tennessee Titans. Sure did. I mean, my goodness, Ridley, I think Ridley caught another pass just now. My <laughs> man was nasty yesterday. Yeah, they went to him a lot. But, yeah, the 49ers, um, when you look over at the NFC, and, of course, you know, everybody, the Eagles play tonight against the Chiefs. They're definitely up there. But who do you think the best team is? Like, I love this Eagles team. They're 8-1. and They have the best record. But for some reason, I feel like they're not as good as last year's team. I don't either. It's just a little bit something different. Um, I do. I think they're great. I think they are great. But the 49ers, do you know that their point differential is on the season? It is plus 122. They've lost three games. The Eagles, eight and one point differential, only plus 57. I thought that was, I thought that was very telling. I mean, you know, John, it's about winning games. Take the tush push away. This team, you know, what, three-win team? I mean. <laughs> no, no, don't go that Maybe crazy. two? I don't know. They need that tush push because it's third, right. it's first and nine on every single time that they uh, get the ball. But, man, the you Eagles. Know, last year I was so against banning it. I was like, you know what? It's a football play. Defenses, stop it. Now I'm against it. I, I hate it. You just hate it? Uh, well, I mean, you know, look, Cowboys easily in first place in the, the division if there's no tush push. I mean, I'm just saying, you know. Cowboys, they're 7-3 and three right now, easily – Eight and two without without the tush push. You want to hear something funny about the Cowboys? Since I was talking Please. about run differential, do you know who has the largest uh, point point differential in all of the National Football League? I I don't. Number two is the Forty ers at plus one twenty two. Are the Cowboys number one? Cowboys number one with one wow. plus one twenty seven. They've scored three hundred and two yeah. well, points, given up only one hundred and seventy. They've also benefited from playing uh, playing the, the New York the Giants, Giants twice. twice. Yeah, blew them out both times. <laughs> I mean, what a great time to have uh, to have the Giants on your schedule. Uh, I don't know. This weekend, the Giants were a little bit salty, weren't they? They were. They were a little. Or is it just the Commanders like to play down to their competition? Uh, who knows? How the hell did the Commanders lose at home to the question. Giants? And, and, and same oh, kind of. Well, three interceptions will do well, that. That's what I was just about to say. I mean, we've been talking up Sam Howell like all season. Good quarterback. I have been. Yeah. I've been. I've been. It's fun watching him play. But three interceptions yesterday, only two hundred fifty-five yards. Oh boy. Playing down to your team, and now this Commanders team, which I thought was having a pretty good year, they're one at four at their house. Yeah, I mean, that's that's rough. That is uh, that's rough. Now I got to make Old fun. Magic Johnson's not going to like that. No, he's not. But I would tell you one person who um, is just the worst. Did you see Brandon Staley after the game yesterday? No, I I, I saw. So I had uh, I was I was putting together a uh, heater. You know, one of those heaters you have outside. So like I had, smoking a heater? No, 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 no. Like the the like uh, space heater thing. Oh. you like have outside when it's cold. You know, and it I can was keep like, you you're warm. smoking heaters. No, 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 no. no, I was putting together one of those yesterday, and so I was outside, and I had um, my YouTube TV going. I had four, you know, the four different boxes, and I kept seeing them go to Brandon Staley like after the game, um, but I, I couldn't hear what he was saying. 
Well, he but like was, every scream went to it at some point. So I knew it was something interesting at least. Well, um, one of the reporters asked him if he's going to continue to call the plays on the defense and coach the defense because he's a defensive coordinator. Okay. Um, by the way, do you know who spends more money on their defense than any other football team in the National Football League? Yes, that would be right. Your Chargers. The Chargers, yeah. They 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 can't cover anybody to save their life, and they got them dudes. They lost to the Packers yesterday, twenty three to twenty. Um, Brandon Staley went completely off. Um, I, I just don't get it, dude. This guy has to be. You got to let him go. Like we have seen this. They have too much. I mean, you got Khalil Mack on one side. You got Bosa. You got Derwin James. You got dudes all over. And again, you spent more money on your defense than any other football team. Right. And you can't stop the Packers. <laughs> you let Jordan Love for th- throw for 322 yards on your face. Yikes. Damn, man. Damn. By the way, man, have you seen Justin Herbert run run the ball that much ever? Mm-mm, no. He was running that rock yesterday like it was going out of style. Keenan, Keenan Allen was trying to wheel that team to a victory. But Brandon Staley, just Brandon Staley's, I think, I, I mean, I, I'm already getting rid of him. <laughs> well, you know, John, it really seems like um, a lot, and you're seeing kind of the shift in baseball. I think you're probably going to start seeing the shift in football, but it seems like we're starting to get a little... Uh, away from after like diving all in on analytics, it seems like we're starting to get a little further away from analytics. Um, yeah, Brandon Staley, by the way, he coached. Did you hear by any chance what? Um, oh my God, what sexy Rexy Rex Ryan said today? Uh, uh-uh. today? No. Yeah, he I, said today. He uh-uh. said Brandon Staley should be fired, and the only job, Whew. the only place that he should be able to coach is Division three football. Whew. That's pretty. That's some pretty harsh yeah, remarks. Rough, I mean, poor D3 football catching a stray there. Dude, that, that is tough. And, and again, I understand. Like, the one thing that he did that was great was coach the defense of the Rams with, I mean, Aaron Donald was over there. Like, uh-huh. that was a salty defensive line. Sure. Von Miller. Like, they were just loaded. Yeah, anybody could have coached that team. Mm-hmm. It feels like. I don't know. It's just wild. And then the other thing that I just can't believe this. Uh-oh. Sean Payton figuring it out with the Broncos. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, it seems like it. Holy moly. They actually won again. Their run defense looks good. But they were playing a Vikings team. They were playing that Vikings team. And Dobbs, man, is as is, is great of a story as he's been, as likable as a young man as he is. He turned the ball over a lot yesterday. And that kind of led to that Broncos 21-20 win. And don't look now, but do you know this team is 500? When they've won, what, like four, four in games a row, in a row I believe. Now? I mean, and, and two of those. And one was against the Chiefs, bro. And another was against another pretty good team. Uh, one. The, well, the Bills. I mean, uh, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, Packers, Chiefs, Bills, Vikings, four in a row. How about that? That is. With uh, the Browns coming up. That's another winnable game. Well, that, I don't well, know Brown's defense. Brown's defense is salty, like you, you know, said. If you, can, if you can get some turnovers and you know maybe get good field position. <sighs> Brown's defense, though, like you said, is as salty as they come. As really salty is. as they come. Now, um, what do you think about this Raiders team, though? Um, do they, I mean, do, do, at least do you believe that they have their coach? I mean, that was a hell – I mean, It was uh, good effort. And it seems like everyone rallies has rallied around him. I mean, I, I was telling you – 
a couple weeks ago, like his first after his first game, and uh, Devonte Adams was at a basketball game, and one of the refs came over and was like, "Man, it was it was good to see y'all winning again. You know, y'all y'all looked like y'all were really playing with a lot of heart out there." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be much better now. You know, we we've got the right guy. It's gonna be much better now." So it it seems like everyone likes him. I mean, I I hope he you know they they give a, hand over the keys to him permanently. Uh, I, I do too. I think they got their guy right now. Um, but Broncos second in the AFC West at five and five. Wow, that's crazy. That it, is crazy. It really, really is. Got to give a big tip of your cap. And um, don't know, don't know a lot of things, but I do know that this team, from giving up seventy points to the Miami Dolphins, has now played some pretty damn good football. What's happening with the Miami Dolphins? I don't know. I mean, it's a win's a win, John. Uh, listen, winning is winning is a win. A win is a win is a win is a win. It's the National Football League. It's hard to, but is that Dolphins offense as explosive as you expected it to be? Uh, no, not really. Them fish ain't doing exactly what I thought they were going to. It's it's just been weird. Dolphins beat the Raiders uh, twenty to thirteen. Tyreek Hill, it was awesome yet again. My man had ten receptions, one hundred forty six yards, and a touchdown. He does his thing, but still, only getting twenty points against the Raiders and being shut out in the fourth quarter, only mustering six points in the entire second half. That felt like a very big defensive win. Um, and I just don't know if Miami can continue to work to win like that. But Buffalo got they got themselves right, didn't they? Get rid of Ken Dorsey. Josh Allen only threw one interception yesterday, mm-hmm. but he had three touchdowns. Bills beat the jo- John, everything. The Jets are just so bad. Can I give my? Can I give a tip of the hat to somebody? Sure. I, you said a second ago you want to give a tip of the hat to a team. Tank Dell. I mean, what he's done Texans. this season has been unbelievable. Drafted kind of late third round mm-hmm. um, from Houston. I know had a lot of hype. Like, I know everyone here knew who he was because he was playing with the Cougars, was their best receiver. But I don't think got a lot of hype. This weekend, uh, eight catches for 149 yards and a touchdown. Um, last week had a touchdown. Two weeks ago had two touchdowns. John, look, I'm not saying something, but... You know, if anybody likes to do an anytime touchdown score, I mean, Dell might be a guy to look at. I'm sure you could probably get pretty good odds on it. You know, yesterday was the worst game that C.J. Stroud's had as a pro, yeah. and they still won against the Cardinals. Well, yeah. Kyler Murray wasn't all that good yesterday no, either. No. My goodness, C.J. Stroud threw three interceptions in a yeah. game, and the Texans still won. They didn't, did they, they didn't threw, score in the second half, did they? Uh, they did not. No, they scored all 21 points in the first half. C.J. Stroud threw three interceptions, John, and still threw for 336 yards. <laughs> How about that? I'm seeing guys perfect on the day. Uh, no interceptions, a couple touchdowns, and throwing for, for uh, Dak Prescott. Two touchdowns, no interceptions, 189 yards. Now, he didn't play the entire game, but still, I mean, like, you're seeing guys, uh, Trevor Lawrence, two touchdowns, only 262 yards. I mean, they're letting him air it out in, in Houston. Man, that is wild. By the way, everybody, I hope everybody knows again, no, not only do we have great NFL football and college football all week long, we got the battle for Atlantis and the Tigers. There's so much sports going on. Maybe you don't have time to cook Thanksgiving dinner. Don't you worry, my man. You know Neil's over at 5727 Quince? Neil's where the fat man rocks, where the live music is always bumping. They'll make you an entire Thanksgiving dinner. You get a whole turkey, cornbread dressing, giblet gravy, cranberry sauce, rolls, pumpkin pie, and your choice of two sides, either green beans, English peas, yams, mashed potatoes, or corn, all for just $175. 
everything, all the cooking, all the fixing, just a buck seventy-five. Feed the whole family, and it's going to be straight fire. Now, I say you don't need everything because maybe your mom makes an unbelievable dressing, but you just need a turkey. You can get a whole turkey for sixty-five dollars. You need just a half a pan of dressing. Get it for thirty-five dollars. A full pan, sixty-five. Any veggie sides, only thirty-five dollars. Where it kneels, where the fat man rocks. Call nine zero one. 682-2300. That's 901-682-2300. Make your order. Thanksgiving dinner easy. Now, let's just say uh, on Thanksgiving, you want to go out and listen to some live music. From 8 o'clock to midnight, they got live music. Plus, you can eat Thanksgiving dinner at Neal's. Twenty two ninety five turkey, cornbread, dressing, give it gravy, cranberry sauce, green beans, corn, yams, English peas, mashed potatoes, dinner rolls, pumpkin pie. It's all where the fat man rocks. Neil's where the fat man rocks. Get your uh, get your grub on. Turkey dinner. Don't even have to do anything. Just give them a call again. 901-682-2300. That's 901-682-2300. Hardenwood on the other side. Sports 5698.5FM. We are real sports talk. Sports 56 WHBQ. Available on your radio dial at 560 AM and 98.5 FM as well as around the world online at sports56whbq.com. Take us with you everywhere by downloading the Sports 56 app. And at home, just say, Alexa, play Sports 56. Wherever you are, stay tuned in to Real Sports Talk. Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. 4.9 meter V8, 0 to 60, and I'm about to find out. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Tito's Vodka. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to Little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio, hanging out with Big Dacus. Big thanks to Terry Davis. We talk Tiger basketball, who are getting ready for the Battle of Atlantis. That starts on Wednesday. They get Michigan's first up. We also talk with Jake Crane about all the amazing football games. We got its rivalry week. Iron Ball, uh, Iron Ball. Iron Bowl doesn't look too exciting this year after watching Auburn get trounced by uh, New Mexico State, the Aggies. But, hey, they're still going to play the damn game. You got the Egg Bowl on Thursday night. So during Thanksgiving, you watch a little Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Ole Miss early, 11.5-point favorite. I think it's going to get ugly. But we're going to talk tons of football, tons and tons and tons of fun this week because we got sports from wall to wall. But we got to get into some funny things. A little hardenwood because, you know, it just feels so good. But I have to remind you, Thanksgiving is on Thursday. If you are cooking your Thanksgiving dinner and you're doing all these, you know, you're, you're slammed, you got to go to the store, you got to do this, let me help them do a little cooking. Somebody do a little cooking for you maybe on Monday, Tuesday, since you're, you'll be so busy Wednesday or Wednesday. How about get a little something like some Italian food? Experience the taste of Italy at Little Italy's newest location in East Memphis at 6300 Poplar. Uh, Little Italy has great Italian food. It's for you, your friends, your family. They got lasagna, rigatoni, vodka, alfredo, lobster ravioli, 
pizza that's out of control, calzones, hot from the oven, stuff with your choice of meats, perfectly melted cheeses. It is absolutely off the chain. And to celebrate this November, to kind of get you in the festive spirit, you go over to East Little East Memphis, Little Italy, purchase an 18-inch pizza, get a bottle of Chianti for only 56 cents. Now, you have to say, hey, I'm going to buy an 18-inch pizza. I want that 56-cent bottle of Chianti. Bing, bang, boom. You got it. Head on over there. Check them out. Where are they? 6300 Poplar Avenue. It's hidden at the back of the corner of Poplar and Massey. East Memphis literally brings Italy to you. And again, get over there. Get you a good old pizza. 56-cent bottle of Chianti. Normally a $30 bottle. 56 cents, man. Go get your grub on, get your little, little little drink on, and enjoy just some unbelievable Italian food. Let's go to Hardenwood. This is Access Hardenwood. Yo, my man, did you hear? You, you know John Smoltz. Pretty good life, right? Sure. Great pitcher. Yeah. One of the best jobs in, I mean, he's one of the best guys at baseball. Sure. Um, great job. Is there anything that this man can't do? I don't know, John. Well, you know what I just found out? What's that? He's also a great golfer. We've always known that him and Maddox and Glavin used to play golf all the time. Do you know that he is right now possibly going to qualify for the Champions Tour? Really? Yes. My man, John Smoltz, and I mean, I'm sure he gets to play a lot of golf. Again, like I said, he's got a great job. He's rich. He's a great, great athlete. He is... um qualifying he's in q school right now and he is just like really right there about to make this bad boy and i just i don't know i think that's one of the wildest things ever i mean smoltzy a hall of fame baseball career at q school and he's trying to make the pga's uh pga champions tour man could you imagine if smoltzy was a regular on the champions tour i think that people would want to tune in to watch that oh yeah John Smoltz doing ridiculous things. And then there's Travis Kelsey saying some ridiculous things. Do you know what Travis Kelsey said? No, what he said. He said, I'm not just in love with Taylor uh, Taylor Swift's musical talent or good looks. I'm fascinated by her brain. And I'm learning new things from her every day. She challenges me. I've never been a man of words and she's just blowing my bleep in mind. I've learned more being with Taylor than he probably ever did learning at Cincinnati when he was going to college. Wow. Um, did oh, you yeah. know that Taylor was this this smart? That like no. she's a literal genius, he says? Uh, I, I don't know if I trust him. I don't know if I trust him. And I don't know what's going on with Kansas, Kansas City fans because you know it's like freezing in Kansas City right now. Oh, yeah. Like the temp. By the way, weather's going to play a little bit of a factor in the night's game, so pay attention to the weather. But Chiefs fans are already waiting in the hours, and they've already started tailgating. It is 1238 here in Memphis, and you got Chiefs fans already tailgating in freezing temperatures, getting ready for Monday night's game. And I think it's because they know T-Swizzle might be in the house. If you're going to play, if, if this is going to be a, a battle of last year's Super Bowl, you don't think T-Swizzle's going to be in the, in the audience? So now I guess since uh, since he's dating uh, Taylor Swift, she can wear a Travis Kelsey jersey, and Mama Kelsey can rock Jason Kelsey's jersey. Right, like she didn't have to do the the half jerseys anymore. The split, yeah, because Taylor's supporting Taylor's him. There. Yeah, so well, I mean, what are you trying to say? Like, like mom's not going to love him. 
He's got enough love. I mean, he did get know? the he got he I mean, he's got the range. I mean, I mean, I think she was trying to do both. But dude, like, Jason got sexiest man. Like, was it yeah, one of the top yeah. sexiest men in the world? I mean, Jason, but Jason Kelsey's married. You know, he's he's you know, I, I he's got a lot going. Maybe Travis Kelsey. You know, she just felt like I gotta love both of them, and now that he's getting all this attention and Taylor's there, you know, she fe- doesn't feel like she has to support both of them as much. Not like that. That sounds terrible, though. Doesn't sound terrible. It is what it is. It is. It is what it is. What it is. Now there's um some weird stuff. You know Dana White. Oh yeah, Dana. Um, Dana White's a you know very very wealthy rich UFC. The owner of UFC done tons and tons of great stuff. He's also an admitted degenerate gambler. You know that, right? Uh, I mean, it doesn't surprise me <laughs> at all. Like hardcore. Like, dude, get like he don't play no games. I mean, he gambles and gambles and gambles. Well, now the weird thing that's happened is, is I just don't understand this. Um, you know Taylor Luan, right? Oh yeah. All right, Taylor Luan and the guy he does some podcast with went on a crazy streak in Vegas. They turned ten thousand into half a million dollars, and then they gifted it and gave it to Dana White, who was at the casino. What in really? the? Yeah, like I don't get that. I mean, I don't know. Is it is the five hundred thousand giving him going to give them enough recognition to add more people to their podcast? Or, bro, like, drop him. Like, why are you giving a rich dude who they say how much is he worth? Mil- hundreds, millions of dollars, Dana White. Uh, side, maybe more. Yeah. Why are you dropping him off five hundred k after you went on a historic run at the casinos and turned ten k into five hundred thousand dollars? I'm jealous. Like, rich just get richer. I, I, it's just insane. And everybody was out there in Vegas, you know, for the Grand Prix and all that stuff, the F one. And then Dana White sitting there doing a little playing, and dude got. Gave him, I mean, just – and here it is. I, his um, net worth is estimated at $400 million. And you gave really? him – and you gave him – and Taylor Luan ain't playing football no more. You know that, right? Yeah. Well, and you know, uh, he also has uh, – not only does he have UFC, he also has like the Slap Fight League. Have you, have you heard oh, of this Oh, is he into league? that? No, no, he owns it. He owns it? Yeah, yeah Jake Crane and uh, all of them went they out went, there yeah, they went to out the there. Slap Fighting competition. Because uh-huh, we, were, we were talking to David Cohn, and, and I think they were already out there. Yeah, so no, he's in charge. Of, he runs that as well. So, I mean, he's got you know, Slap Fighting. Uh, not my style. I like UFC, but the slapping is a little, little, little odd to me. But, hey, you know, he, he I guess, knows what he's doing. And likes gambling. It's he does love to gamble. Uh, still very very weird for me, but um, to give him that much money, I just don't understand it. Now, um, do you know who Wayne Brady is? Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what show does he do? Uh, he did the the Wayne Brady show, didn't he? Didn't he have his own? Yeah, show? and he also doesn't he do like a game show? Where yeah, he does. Uh, let's see. Let's make a deal. Let's, let's make, a, make deal. a deal. Deal. Uh, I I know him from Whose Line Is It Anyway? I used to watch him on Whose Line Is It Anyway? He's in a great Chappelle show skit. Oh yeah, but that, um, that's they were making fun of him in that one. But that yeah, was great. it's hilarious. Um, yeah, I think he was on maybe on Dancing with the Stars a little bit. He's on the Drew Carey show. But yeah, the Wayne Brady show is probably where a lot of people know him from. Well, Wayne Brady, um, who's basically. A lot of people say he's the nicest man in Hollywood. Have you heard that? Yeah. Like the nicest guy, period, yada, yada, Wayne Brady. Well, bro, he got in a little altercation over the weekend. Did he really? Yeah, dude. My man's driving down the Pacific Coast Highway in Malibu Sunday night. Another car hits him. Like they pull over. I mean, there's a there's a collision. There's a wreck. 
They get out. They start having words. Next thing you know, Wayne Brady's fighting this dude, man, a 51-year-old man. No, no joke. Wayne Brady on on the side of the, P, uh, the PCH. I haven't seen the video. But is there video? Can I, I, hope, I, I hope there's some video because I want to see it if there is. I don't know if there is. But um, according to the police, sheriff's deputies um, – Got a call from Wayne Brady who, get again, got in a physical fight with a 51-year-old man who hit him. The man then, after the fight, gets in his car and takes off, and he just is gone. Well, the cops catch up to him. About 20 minutes later, my man does it not, not, doesn't just get arrested for hit and run, but also he was drunk as Cooter Brown and yeah, got a DUI. You'd have to be drunk to fight Wayne Brady, right? John, did we talk, speaking of, of accents, did we ever talk about, uh, and I can't remember, so we probably did, did we ever talk about um, the TMZ getting Kelly Oubre's ring doorbell camera footage from Yeah, when he I got don't hit? know how they got that. Did he give it to he him? He must have, or somebody must have given it to him. I mean, I don't know why. That's not something that I would think, like... Kelly Oubre would want to hide. Like him walking in, though, at his house and, like, he was very carrying his though. bike was yeah. very uneventful and just telling his girl, babe, I just got hit by a car. Hey, car. And she's, like, freaking out. She's like, what do you mean you got hit by a car? Like, You're just terrible. Got hit by a car, yeah. Uh, just Still got hit. the most beautiful man in the NBA. I mean, he's <laughs> extremely attractive. Um, but then I saw a report that, like, the police couldn't find a lot of evidence that he actually got hit by a car or something like that. Like, it... It was weird. Oh, like, I haven't heard this yeah. whole shaking the story. I, I don't think like they were trying to say that he was like lying, but they were like they couldn't find any like substantial proof that Tyrese Maxey went out there and and dedicated a game to Kelly Oubre and dropped fifty points and and he's again and, and he did it all for Oubre for getting hit by a car. Yeah, and, and, and like obviously he got hit by a car. Um, dude was in, ho- in the hospital. Let's see, the police have not found video evidence of a hit and run at the location Ubre identified but it's worth noting that Ubre is new to Philadelphia and he probably doesn't have encyclopedic knowledge of the city streets in addition uh, to a fractured rib Ubre suffered uh, undisclosed injuries to his hip and leg so so that's what it was is I guess he said yeah I got hit on like 63rd street or whatever and they pulled up the cameras on 63rd street and they were like there was no hit and run on 63rd street so it was probably a different street or something like that but I did see that over the weekend Wow. Um, hmm. Or he's lying. I don't... Like, maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe he just wrecked John. his bike, like or, fell over or, like Biden did and felt John. bad and said I didn't... Because uh, he's a pro athlete. Uh-huh. Or, reckless speculation, maybe he was at a different girl's house. Her man came home. And beat the brakes uh-huh, off of him. And he came home and was like, babe, I got hit by a car. All right, do you remember? No, I don't like reckless speculation. Oh, this is not reckless that. speculation, but do you remember that one time I got bamboozled uh-huh. and uh-huh. I had to come up here? That's, that's kind of what uh, what um, <laughs> what got me going on this idea as I remembered what happened to you. Yeah, so I was minding my own business one day, went out for a Sunday fun day. I decided to go by myself, kind of go a little low-key, just watch the games. And all of a sudden, this good-looking woman came and sat right next to me. She invited me back to her house. Didn't tell me she was married. Didn't tell me that the next morning her husband was coming home about five o'clock in the morning, and you know what happened? Remember, he found you. I got one. I got one of my teeth knocked up in my face. Uh-huh. Shout out to Doctor Dory. 
for saving my my tooth, getting it all fixed. And I still made it on air at eleven o'clock that day, and I got my tooth knocked out up my up my mouth at five thirty in the morning. What a, that's uh, a dentist right there. I, I guess so. You know, I hear I hear dentist ads all the time. They're like, they can get you the best smile. They no, Doctor Dory uh, Sellers is the real deal. John's on here like, if you get your mouth beat in and you need a tooth fixed before going to work. Go because she can fix you right. She can That's save crazy. you. She can save you. But that could have happened to Kelly. It's happened to me once before. And again, just so you know, don't ever sleep with a married woman. That's the meanest thing you can do. But bro, if she's not wearing a ring and she ain't telling nobody, it ain't my fault, right? Sounds like her fault. Joe. I do too. I agree. I agree. It's definitely one hundred percent her fault. On the other side, it's time to get to some bets. So please don't touch the dial. Sports fifty six ninety eight five FM. Join the voice of the Tigers, Dave Woloshin, for Wolo and Friends. Weekday mornings from 10 to 11, here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Zero to 60, and I'm about to find out. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Tito's Vodka. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio, hanging out with my good buddy Bryant Dacus. Hope you're having a wonderful Monday. Um, hope you're ready for a little Thanksgiving festivities, all kinds of action. And by the way, I don't know if you know this, but you know, each year out in Carrierville, they go all out. It's a magical Christmas season. They take care of business. One of their signature events is the Christmas tree lighting. Well, guess what? That is tomorrow night. They also have a Christmas parade on December 1st. Um, anytime between Thanksgiving and Christmas, you can visit Santa Claus in the gazebo between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. It's going to be awesome. It's just a design. They got music out there to get you in the holiday spirit. I am fired up for this event. That and gets wh- me fired up. It's, it's fun. It. It's awesome, man. And you go over there tomorrow night and you watch the Christmas tree lighting. Man, make sure you stop in to, to Dyer's. Heck yeah. Goodness gracious, yes, Dyers. It's not just downtown anymore. They're out there in Carrierville Town Square, historic Carrierville Town Square. They got Pasquale's tamales. You know they got the amazing sandwiches. Their burger, they've been doing it right since 1912. They also have those amazing shakes that come out there in the beautiful glass and have the little extra leftover in the shaker tin. My goodness, you know what also sounds good? A little br- a little banana pudding right now. Oh, my goodness. Chicken, hot dogs, burgers, and more. That's Dyer's Cafe. It's the way that old-fashioned hamburgers have been made, and they've been doing it since 1912, and nobody does it better. So when you go out there to Collierville Town Square, enjoy the Christmas, the Christmas tree lighting. Go enjoy the Christmas parade on De- December 1st. Go see Santa Claus 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and stop in. And see my buddy Mark over at Dyers. Now it's time to get to a little betting action. You know, I've been looking at this game. This weather's got me a little bit nervous for that total. Talking with Jake Jake Crane about this game. He likes the over 45 and a half. And who am I to argue with Jake? So I'm not. So I'm still leaning that way. But what I do like is watch that line. If Kansas City gets to three, buy the half. If you have to buy a whole point, do it. But I think this is going to be a very, very close game. It's going to be tight. I love Philadelphia plus the three and a half. Much more than I like Kansas City minus the two and a half. This, like uh, Jake said, has a feel of a 27-24 football game. 
That'll get you the over. That'll also get you a little cover. Don't know which team wins, but man, three and a half, you win by hook or by crook. Dead gummit, man. It is, it is that week. This is the best time of the year, I think, for football. There's not a better week. We start tonight. Eagles and Chiefs. Enjoy it. Don't forget Tiger's going to be playing Michigan on Wednesday. It's feast week, baby. Hope everybody has a wonderful afternoon. For Bryant Dacus, I'm John Harden. Get out there. Make the world a better place. We'll see you on the flip side. Peace. Have a good day.